0: Hello, Hakako, everyone, and welcome to the Sisters in Crisis podcast. I'm your host, Verna Mokulehua, and on today's episode, I'd like to discuss therapy or counseling. And before we get started with that, I just want to simply remind everyone that the Sisters in Crisis podcast is a podcast geared toward helping men, women, as well as teenagers in in helping and supporting them in recovering or processing from life's adversities i feel that these messages are applicable to most ages ranging from 12 years old to 80 years old it doesn't matter um these messages are geared for just self inner healing and just being able to live life with a meaningful purpose and with a strength that you never thought you had. So with that, let's talk about therapy or counseling. First of all, no one ever wants to admit or explain to their boss or explain to their family that they have to go see their therapist or they got to go counseling today. Um I know that's just something that, you know, we viewed as like only psychopaths go to counseling or therapy or only people that are very disturbed go to therapy or go to counseling. You know, back, back in our day, when you were sent to the counselor, that means you was a bad kid. That's where we get all this stigma of counseling as being a bad kind of thing. But it's really not. Counseling could actually save your life. It could save not just yours but it could save your family's life and it could save your children from growing up in the same kind of hell that you grew up with in your heart and in your mind and the reason we don't want to go to therapy is because we just stereotype people that go to therapy as just very troubled people or mentally ill people. But the fact is guys, we all need therapy. I don't care if you're a miserable person or if you're a happy person. We all come with baggage. We all come with problems. The only difference between a happy person and a miserable person is that the happy person knows how to manage their emotions. They know when to resolve conflict they know when to argue over something that's the only difference and if you are feeling like you for the most part are a miserable person somewhere sometime in your marriage in your relationship in your work environment that's going to be the difference as to why you would want to seek therapy Now, am I saying that everybody gotta go to see a therapist? No. This is a life choice that you make on your own. This is the decision that you make on your own whether you want to better your life or not. And in all honesty, guys, now is the best time because all therapists have gone to online therapy. So there's no excuse that you no more time. Because you're all working from home now, and you all get one lunch hour, so you can take it to when you need it and schedule your one-hour appointment. Your kids don't have to know what you're doing. You're going to be in your room anyways on your computer where you're doing your actual job work. So they can just think that you're in a meeting. You don't have to tell anybody that you're going to counseling. Um but it is something that it's is gonna be helpful. And this is not something you have to hide. There's nothing to be ashamed of really because helping yourself to get better is something a, any spouse would wanna hear from their significant other, okay? So the truth of the matter is that there is nothing wrong with seeking help. In fact, probably your spouse Thought you needed help a long time ago, but you never let go because you was too shame. So I'll tell you why you're shame. Because when you look up therapy online on the computer, you're gonna come across all these kinds of most common types of therapy. And you got this client center therapy with this PCT, CCT. We don't even know what that is, okay? And then you got this cognitive behavioral therapy we don't even know what that is we got this i cannot even pronounce this word Uh, so let's just even bypass that one then we got this gestalt therapy part of the humanistic category psychoanalytic or psychodynamic therapy Bro, this makes us feel like we psychopaths and we're not we're just emotionally troubled people wanting to know how to express our emotions and how to just unlearn the things of our past so that we can be better people to our spouses and to our families so you know we talked about therapy and what that is that's merely just seeking help for yourself and you ask why should i go right you're probably wondering what am i even going to talk to somebody that i don't even know for one hour i tell you what you're going to talk to them about so why you should go guys first you can ask yourself well am i having any marital or relational conflicts in you know my marriage my relationship with my boyfriend my girlfriend with my kids that's a topic right there um Do you get along well with your parents? What is your answer, yes or no? Even if your answer is uh, sometimes, well, that's a topic you can discuss. And even if it's not your parents, how do you feel about your in-laws? Think about that one. And why do these people bother you? And what is it about them that bothers you the most? Uh, another topic you can discuss is what do you argue with your spouse about the most? Is it because you're overworking, overdrinking, overspending, you got financial conflict going on, or your spouse is grumbling, you're not spending enough time with them or with the kids? And even if you are spending time with the kids, are they grumbling that you're on your phone half the time or are you watching TV or are you in your nothing box or are you just doing things that nobody even cares about what you're doing uh that's a topic and even at that when they bring it up why is it or what is your answer what is, and is it good enough for them and if it's not Then that's a topic that you're going to discuss with your therapist. And another question I want to ask too is, how do you feel about your spouse? Are you just bypassing time until your kids get older? And then are you planning to leave them? Like, are you just living life just to live life until your kids get older? And if you're even planning on that, why wouldn't you leave now? Do you need the financial support more than you need the emotional, emotional support? And what are you going to do in the meantime of all those years, every day, day after day? You're just going to put up with the person that you can't even stand? Um, and why do you stay with someone if they make you miserable? So even at that, let's go back to my first episode of trauma bonds and if you haven't yet listened to it that's a deep good first topic to look into if you are miserable in your relationship and then we also have what do you think your kids have learned from you have they learned good things from you or have they learned bad things from you and even if you don't know that answer try ask them and that's something you can discuss with your counselor. Because a lot of times, what we think is our strength by staying in a difficult marriage, that's only teaching our kids to just stay in relationships that they that they are going to be miserable in as well. It's not teaching them how to cope. It's not teaching them how to process. It's not teaching them how to see the value within themselves. Really ask yourself, what is it that your kids are learning from you and even at that we can go back to general generational curses yeah my episode on generational curses because we tend to do things that either our parents or someone in our family had done as well we just continually repeat the cycle of toxicity in relationships and if none of those things are a topic for you then do you love what you do like do you love your job or did you just settle for that job because it just came your way and you can do it and you're just going to do it even if it doesn't make you happy or are you doing that job because that was your parents dream for you that wasn't even your dream that was what your parents wanted you to do So you can ask yourself that. Are you happy there? And you know, guys, if you are happy in all these things, I am so happy for you. Hallelujah. I would love to hear from you because honestly, I want to know the secret. I want to tell all my friends listening to this podcast, what is the secret to happiness? Because if we haven't found it yet, one way of finding it is going to therapy and is working on ourselves to find our own true happiness and we want to live a life that makes us happy we don't want to live a life that makes our spouse happy or it makes our kids happy or makes our parents happy where are you in all this in all this in this whole picture are you happy where you're at and if not then folks that is the reason to go to therapy and like i said most of the therapists have gone online if there's no therapist there is a lot of online coaching now personally i don't know how well that goes because i seem to think that a lot of it is um you know if they don't take insurance so it's going to be a little bit more out of your pocket and right now in this pandemic crisis nobody has extra money to spare so for those of you that don't know a lot of the times a therapy is covered under your medical insurance so it all depends on where you go and who to go who you're gonna see that is gonna make the difference whether they take your insurance or not and even at that guys If you don't have insurance and you cannot go, you don't have time. I don't know what the reason is that you can't go to therapy. They do have support groups. Yeah, like so like I was explaining in the other episode that they have groups like Celebrate Recovery. And even at that, I know it can be shame walking in someplace. And I want to just explain to you folks as well that we seem to think of Celebrate Recovery as kind of an AA or substance abuse program. But really, Celebrate Recovery is a faith-based a faith uh, program. So it is for recovery of life in general, as well as substance. And it is a group kind of therapy, but you will be separated into different categories. Uh, whether you want to admit that you have a substance addiction or whether you have just an underlying, could be major, could be minor um, emotional issue. You know, you could have been abused, you could have been neglected, you could have been abandoned, you could just be a special needs person that and you feel that you aren't being treated right by the community. It's just for anything you can think of. That's what that kind of group is for. And I also rewind to want to remind you that during this crisis, ah, this is the best time to go because they all are nine now. So you can go to a group that nobody's going to know you. Now, mind you, you probably will have to be in on an online thing where you're going to be in a video chat but celebrate recovery groups are also very careful about um, keeping things private so although you will be online they have all these rules that you have to follow to ensure your privacy and and to ensure all the other people that are in your group to just reinforce their privacy like you want an example let me give you an example so say you're going to join a celebrate recovery group yeah you can join one you're going to go online you're going to have a leader someone who's going to host your meeting um, you're going to be grouped with a couple of people but you're going to have to have a headset So that that ensures everybody else that is in your group that your family cannot hear you or hear them on what the topic and what that person is talking about. They're also going to make sure that you stay on the video, that your face is always in it. Because if you leave, uh, I don't know if you can come back to the group meeting on that particular you know, our segment, because if you have somebody that you know say they are trying to escape from domestic violence, they don't know if somebody else is looking at your phone screen or your computer, yeah, so if they don't see your face, um that's already gonna put up a red flag, yeah, that would put a person who's trying to run. Uh, in a fearful state right then and there so I'm not sure what all the rules are but it's things like that you may not be able to enter back into the meeting if your face should leave the screen and sometimes you're gonna have to pan out the room to ensure that you are by yourself you know that you're not doing this meeting in your family living room while your whole family is watching TV yeah because They want to make sure that you are engaged in the conversation, that they are being given the chance to be heard when they express themselves. And even at that, just think about it. You would want the same respect um, from all your other members within your group. You would want to be heard and you are very vulnerable into what you are expressing about yourself these are your deepest darkest secrets. so this is your support group and this is why they would take privacy so um and make it so important that it is a priority yeah same with your counselors now if you're if you're online with your therapist or your counselor you are face to face with them so really for them I mean it's up to you if you like your three kids playing on the floor next to you that's up to you but also know any time of distraction from what you're saying is less time and attention that they can give to you so when you do go to counseling you want to make sure that you're engaged in the conversation that you're responsive and that you know you can actually think out things because you don't want to just go to therapy and just sit there like you have nothing to talk about because I'm sure you have a lot of things to talk about so you can either go and you can just you know play it by ear and see what comes up and see what the therapist wants to ask you or If you're uh, just a prepared kind of person make your list and highlight it and tell your therapist from the get-go these are things I think are a big issue for me can we discuss this so I'm sure that they are going to agree that they can but just know it's gonna take time to dissect each and every one of those topics so you think one hour is long time (laughs) but who doesn't want to talk about themselves for one hour guys i know everybody wants to be heard we're just all dying for somebody to just sit there and listen to us talk for one hour so this is your time to shine and this is your time to tell your counselor and this is the time to get out all the things you want to vent to your spouse but they don't want to listen about okay so with that that is all my reasons for you to seek therapy there's nothing to be ashamed of um, I'm not promoting it for any therapist and you know to even find the right one um, because there are so many types of therapy it really depends go in go in prepared and it is from there that your therapist will tell you, okay, I think we need to do this type. And don't get scared. When they tell you psychotherapy, that doesn't mean you're a psycho. Okay, you just you let them let them worry about the words that they use. I don't know why they make such big words because nobody in reality wants to go to therapy when they give it names like that, okay? So therapy is just sitting down, talking about your issues and having someone who has had the knowledge the background and the qualifications to walk you through what you need and i'm telling you this because in the meantime if you're afraid to start anywhere then listen to my podcasts and if you need to reach out you can contact me and i'll try to help you find someone somewhere um, or some group that you could think about attending. So with that, guys, that is today's discussion on therapy. I hope you found it useful. I hope you found it helpful. I hope you found it encouraging, knowing that there's nothing to be ashamed of. So until we meet again, guys, Malama Pono, take care of yourself. Because you can't take care of your family if you don't take care of yourself first. It's you and God. That's the most important relationship. And if you can't be honest with God, then who can you be honest with? Okay? So until we meet again, ma lama pono and ahuyo!